Americans are apparently making a comeback as are other frontier hobbies in these troubled times. Uh, I wasn't aware of it making a comeback. Some would say they never went away. If you ask a butter, they'll say <laughs> we've always been here. Come on. Uh, so I have not aware of it. My only connection to butter is through margarine that I apply to my toasted multi-grain bread. But I am Scott Blakeman in Brooklyn, New York, where we're getting through this. I am Tam Saunders in Los Angeles, and I'm surprised to hear that you prefer margarine to butter. Uh, I am. I will talk about this because I come from sort of a state that's neighboring Wisconsin. So obviously I have a big, big attitude about butter. And uh, But I am going to give away how young I am, uh, Scotty. I wouldn't even be able to pick out the leading brand of butter churns from the 1790s to the 1880s unless <laughs> you gave me some hints. That's uh, mm. Usually I feel old. Today I feel young because of that ignorance. Um, well, that's a great thing that, again, Tommy, seconds into the show and you've invented yet again. You know, people say, who've known us for years, and you and I have known each other over 40 years. They don't say, oh, Tom and Scott, they're great inventors. No, they're they great don't. scientists. They say, oh, funny, smart, comedians, blah, blah. But as we've been doing this I, The show, blah, blah, blah part bugs me. Well, I mean, they could be a little yeah. more specific. No, that's right. And we actually have expertise in blah, 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 but we don't play that up. And, and <laughs> it's not like those who just say blah, 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 because right. they can't think of it. We no, it's a big are deal well versed that. in it, but we don't push it. And again, when we say what we do, it's not to get accolades. But I will say it for this reason, Tommy that you are actually giving the ultimate plus perfect uh, positive way of uh, saying that you feel younger because you're not, frankly, well-versed in the leading brands of butter churns yeah. in the yep. 1790s, 1880s. I mean, and so and you could all, everyone could do that in their own lives. Pick a fairy <laughs> you're not familiar with and feel that youth come rushing. That, yeah. <laughs> and, because people are always... You know, uh, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, date myself. I don't want to give away how old I am, but I know this old thing that happened years ago and I'm old and they feel bad about it. No, that's that's not what I that's not where I'm headed, man. No, uh, that's not what, what uh, yeah, my, my thing is. Look at all the old stuff I don't know. And I really, there's so much about butter churns I don't know. And the more I, I think about that, the younger I feel. You oh know, yeah, I, I am betraying my youth when I when I fumfer uh, about uh, 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 my ignorance of of butter churnery. Like, what are the great brands? You know, where are they made? Yeah. Is there yeah. something you go to England for the best butter churns, or or are they made right here in in you know in America somewhere in Wisconsin? Well, I, I presume. I bet there's one factory probably that still is making it, or or they're saying. I would love to see like a Soho place. You know, so we're gonna bring, we are committed to bringing back and doing the butter churning the way it was done, just like Ebbets Field Flannels does old baseball uniforms reproductions that I love to collect. And um, but I do have a memory of butter churns or some form of something in those black and white documentaries we would mm -hmm. see in elementary school. And by the way, it was so exciting. I remember in third grade, fifth grade, they'd wheel in <laughs> television. This may not seem amazing. To the, uh, the 20s, joy. it was unbelievable. Oh, the all, joy. A television during the day at school, and I'll never forget this. You know, it was usually Channel 13, PBS, they, where right. these documentaries are on, and they were always kind of in Bolivia. Maria 
turns. <laughs> there's always this sad. She's yeah. turning. They're very good people, and, and people you, yeah. nice life. It was in the 1950s, right. probably. But but they, uh, it just seems so alien. Sort of they're using this churn and this. But the highlight, I'll never forget this. The teacher left the room, and we, someone, maybe it was me. I, I don't know if I would be. You'd like bold. to think it was you. I'd like to think it was me, and I don't. I could go back and investigate, but somebody turned the channel to a regular channel. Oh my god! And to this day, I've never heard more yelps of joy, <laughs> laughter by they seeing yelp. like I Love Lucy or a commercial. Yeah, cool. It was so liberating. Or a, or a game show. Started. What's oh. my line? Everybody yeah, and there that. it was, and for a fleeting moment, and then the teacher quickly. <laughs> In the, in the classroom, the grimness yeah. in the classroom, disrupted by the joys of, of network TV. Scotty, yes. um, uh, but but all of this because you would see a, a show about a, a, a Puritan uh, or, or early American churning butter with a butter churn. Well, it was and, actually, and, and, and I just so people have an image because yeah. there are people yeah. who, uh, who don't even know what it one, at least I know what one vaguely looks like. It's sort of like a barrel with a with a with some kind of a lever that you turn around, like a crank, and you just churn it by hand. Churn, like there's a word you don't use that much, but it does get used from some point. In my, the fact that people are into this now, that this is a thing that people do in, in, in during the pandemic to keep from, you know, to, to, to keep from feeling depressed or whatever it is that you do, it's a comfort hobby. In my view, the modern purchase of and use of uh, butter churns it could be called a comfort hobby and um by the way i do want to point out that uh, if you notice i i used the expression in my view scotty yes you hear that quite a lot from the, the pundits and the politicians too uh in these days and uh uh yeah is that a, is that an old term is no well it, it, interesting you should ask it's a cliche that is well, first of all, it's meant to intelligently acknowledge a narrowed scope and thus is more humble than the cliche that so it is an old, uh, as we say, an old cliche, which some people say is redundant. It's not, it's there can be new cliches too. But this was an old cliche that was replaced by this, this gang of words called uh, that, that goes by the name of the fact of the matter. Is that right? I mean, do they go by the name of it? Maybe that I, 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 I was trying to express this in as dramatic a fashion as I could, but I'm not sure that that's right. But the, you do hear the fact of the matter. Biden will say that if you listen to Biden speak, uh, speak, he says that many, many times. But many other people do. I heard Burke say the fact of the matter. And these words uh are are they help they, they they basically are meant to postpone saying the next thing while gathering your thoughts right now scotty <clears throat> you've noticed me talking a lot about this right now and then there's sort of a solemnness in my voice i don't know if you <laughs> noticed that oh i have definitely okay it's a lump in my throat is is why and that's because scotty today is the hundredth birthday of the expression in my view mm. Wow. Isn't that interesting? A, yeah. A hundred years ago, someone, and I, I, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know who, I think it's a, 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 it was actually an Italian, believe it or not, mm. who came up with, a Giuseppe somebody, who came up with the, this, these words, in my, in my view, 
And he said it in English, which was unusual because he, he was Italian. He said it in English. But he knew he had foresight that 100 years from now, we'd be saying it. And so he gave us that he gave gift, us that. really. He gave us that gift. And so now many, I mean, think of how many sentences would have started earlier and the thoughts might have not have been gathered, uh, you know, uh, because somebody just lurched into saying something without first saying, well, in my view. Oh, very grateful know. for that. And I have heard it a lot. And, and, you know, being the pundit that I am, too, I've never used that expression. It used to be in the old days, uh, you know, especially in a high school debate or speech. In my opinion, we U.S. and yeah. Russia or the Vietnam War, in my opinion, which right. was redundant then because everything is. And I remember I was on Fox once in those days when I was on a liberal pundit on Fox News. And I said something and the guy actually said to me, well, that's your opinion. And I said, everything's my opinion, but it's what I'm saying. Otherwise, I, we would never get to the opinion if we just kept saying, in my opinion. But Fact. in my view, it's sort of a newer thing. And I hear Bernie Sanders use that. I love, he's my favorite in my view user. He says, uh, in my view, and he lowers the fan. And that I enjoy. But it's, mm -hmm. it started in an academic way, I think, sort of like, in my view, uh, you know, this papers, but it's been sort of adopted. Um, but and Biden's, too, is different. Um, well, the fact of the matter to say yeah. the fact that when you hear that a lot, that that is more meaningless and less uh, humble, I would say. In my view, you're, you're being humble. You're saying, you know what? What I'm about to say is not everybody's view, it, 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 nor am I saying it should be. I'm just saying it's in my view now. But if you say, well, the fact of the matter, you've decreed. <laughs> what the fact of the matter is like there is one fact and it is the fact of the matter that's and not one matter that matters apparently and, yeah and, uh, yeah yeah and why one fact like what what issues is only what and so what well, makes it easier on them because there's only one fact that yeah there's remember. only one fact you have to worry about yeah just here's the fact and like i thought there were several no no that's the one i got it i got it right and yeah, Biden uh, does look for all, pol uh, you know, I guess many politicians. Uh, I don't think Obama did. I think he would uh, get right uh, to it. But uh, yeah, well, Biden also says, look, and I don't know what that means exactly. Uh, and I probably said that a couple of times, too. Uh, in fact, I have to say, and this is something we did not discuss. We didn't do it in the dress rehearsal. Uh, so I hope uh, the camera people keep up with me. But uh, <laughs> Uh, and the prop people going, what a minute, he didn't say anything. What? <laughs> what is he doing with the motioning, with, you know, visual? Yeah. What is he doing? No, it's just, this is the kind of show anything can happen. You know, you think you got it all locked down and then something crazy. So a little curse, especially on a Saturday. And especially on a Saturday. Yeah, know, I'm even, I, mean, I, don't, I'm not, I wasn't even going to say this, but not only am I not wearing my usual suit and tie, but I'm wearing short pants. <laughs> and a, a short pant, you know, a short that one wears in the out of doors. So, but anyway, not to disrespect uh, anything. But what well, my point is, I did say something two weeks ago on Newsmax that no one called me on, but I'm calling myself on in my eagerness to say that no one disputes the fact that Russia interfered with our elections. And, and uh, no, it's not disputing Republicans or Democrats. I came up with the term, it's a bipartisan fact. Wow. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I, it's, as I explained- I've never heard I mean, that, that before. Yeah. And so that even I question my own thing, because clearly what I mean to say is Republicans and Democrats agree that, yes, indeed, Russia, you know, interfered with our election. So but bipartisan facts. So the question is, do I say, well, I didn't really mean to say it. Or do I say everyone, in my view, should be using that term? Because uh, 
I guess a bipartisan fact means it's a fact and it's so much a fact that it's not even a partisan. No, no, absolutely. It's it's a so, it, it, there are there are fact that that sort of presumes uh, the um, uh, the notion that there are, um, uh, you know, there are individual facts. What was that? Uh, that thing, uh, the, your facts and my facts, and and uh, we have separate facts, or we have our own. Yeah, facts. yeah. Who was, uh, the well, then people say you're entitled to your opinion, you're not entitled to your own facts. But basically, these days, everyone's entitled to their own facts, apparently, because I say things, and then they say, "Oh, I'm a liar, I'm crazy." So we have no shared reality anymore. But no, but uh, I mean, we're able yeah, to exactly, use the same think, Well, that's the question. Are there uh, 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 are facts independent of people's point of view? Um, and and uh, you would say, yes, they are independent of people's point of view, that there are certain fa- or do you say that there are some facts that are independent of the point of view and others that are, that are um, Republican facts or Democratic facts? Uh, well, and I don't mean to put, it, put you, you know. Yeah, well, because the you know lobbyists will be uh, getting. Uh, uh, you know, I, I had a conversation with a, a woman once, and I remember she was saying, "Well, uh, who are you to say what the facts are?" And I was sort of going, "Well, but there is only, you know, just like there's no Republican or liberal conservative way of reporting the news in, in a true sense, because there's what happened, and you could interpret the meaning of what happened, but it happened, so." I would love to that we could get to a place where facts are facts and you could say, all right, that did happen, but I couldn't care less. You could say that or that did happen, but other things happened that were worse. You could say that. But when people say, no, I'm crazy for saying it happened, that annoys me. And so uh, or throat, you know, and but essentially that's where we're we're at. But it, but, the, but I'm comforted when people say getting back to in my view, because that means that you could say whatever you want. And I don't get agitated if someone says whatever they want. I could know that they, it's not based in truth. But in my view, it does have sort of that academic sound, which I like. And I, I, I mean, I, I love, you know, even though my college career, this is almost a confessional. <laughs> Who needs a therapist, Tommy? I've got a podcast. But uh, my college career, I, I'm very involved with extracurricular activities. I'm proud of that at Northwestern. But didn't put the time in academically. So maybe more than ever, I, I love academics. I love historians. I love professors. And, and I love the concept of colleges. And I know we might slightly uh, differ on that. Oh, well, let, that up. Uh, yeah, uh, it's funny you bring, you bring up something. Yeah. I mean, I'm racing yeah. around. We have so much to cover today. And I, I know we're not oh, yeah. going to get to a lot of it. Uh, but um, Well, this is a time of commencement speeches and, and, uh, and virtual ones. Yeah, well, the... the but, uh, uh, okay. I, well, we found it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. The, the people in the engineering booth were frantic because you're, bri- you, oh, you know, we're, uh, they, they have number the seven. They what? Have the clip, the- uh, uh, for, for this, this piece that you're bringing up here. And that's, uh, Scotty, I'm so glad that you segued to this. O- Oprah, a lot of people know this today. I think this is, or yesterday, maybe Oprah gave a commencement, taped a commencement speech to all graduates in America or anywhere in the world, I suppose, but uh, she gave it on Facebook because graduation ceremonies across America have been canceled due to the coronavirus, as we know, right? I'm going to say what she did not say in her mass address. Well, her mass address, you can hear it online, and it's all about, you know, 
taking the future and, and, and going out there and using your education, your knowledge. What she didn't say is the following. I never even went to college graduates of 2020, and yet I became a super success. Respected, rich, beloved, and in many ways powerful. You're all suckers if you think your diplomas will help you achieve a fraction of what I've enjoyed in my life. And I got my historically fabulous career without any of the hassles, pressures, or expenses of a now potentially worthless college degree. Sorry, but I'm just being honest. Now stop begging me for jobs. Well, that's a good commencement address to deliver virtually because you probably wouldn't get the big applause break. You, you won't want get the big applauses. That's the yeah. one thing Woo, about throwing that. hats. Yeah, that makes it perfect worthless. for the. Uh, you're right. Yeah, in fact, everyone should be times. doing those kind of the speeches that don't get applause now because they're not getting applause. So, but I would say, look, every say I did look, I did a Joe Biden. Look, uh, is college reference not necessarily, but but I do think first of all, why would you want to just rush in to the workaday world? Why not take the four years or two years and learn about a lot of things? Like yeah. I, don't want, I don't believe that, you know, you should go and decide what you want to do right away, but necessarily, but, and it's a, socially and, and maybe your first time in quotes will be in college. And, uh, and I just think there's so many. Uh, well, that's really what, what I think is the most it always comes valuable down to that. <laughs> part yeah. of college. And you don't want to have your first time. Uh, you know, somewhere in high in school, alleyway. Too young, too young, too young. In high school, um, too young. So you need college. I know the pros is one and done, you know, but that's yeah. a whole different thing. And I love college sports and, and I don't really want them to be paid, but maybe they should in, in some way. And so uh, you, right. So, you know, so you have a lot of you, you have a lot of conflicted feelings about uh, about uh, school or not school. My point uh, about what Oprah didn't say is not, hey, uh, and I, I know you're you're bottom line is hey kids stay in school i, I know that's where you're heading oh yeah this. well i already made those psa uh commercials and <laughs> well uh, that was that was because a judge ordered you to or well it was partially i i went i recorded a few more than i needed to, just to <laughs> well, i believe it, in it but that's also, the kind of person you are but oh yeah the, i go the extra mile or <laughs> mile and a quarter i'm not sure exactly how much it was but yeah but no i believe that you know again i know tommy you prize as we do, we love smart people. We hate the goons. We, we like right. scholars. We like architecture and, and, and lofty intellectual pursuits. And yeah, yes, very much. Could, there are many smart people who didn't go to college. I think my point where well, we agree on. Or didn't go to the, t- the so-called, the, the, the elite schools, the ones that are uh, so proud of how many people they refuse to educate. Uh, how yeah. many young people, I should say. How many eager young people they refuse to educate. No, uh, and I agree with you on that. And you're uh, very well versed on that. Uh, but subject. Scotty, would, your yeah. college, Northwestern's uh, reputation keeps growing and growing. I keep seeing it going up and up the, the, the U.S. News and World Report listing. So you, your prestige is growing. And by the way, I'm not hearing anything bad about Northwestern. The people I've met from Northwestern, I've liked a lot. It's these Alex Azars who stand out next to uh, uh, Trump without a mask while Fauci and who went to Cornell and, and Burks, who I don't know where she went, but someplace good. I mean, I believe I, I, I respect the medical schools. It's just all the rest of the schools that I, I have a problem with. Right. The well, medical I, I schools that, are great. 
Yeah, but I think that also it's more just what we consider a good school. I remember I was growing up, you know, always growing up. When I was growing up, it's sort of, oh, that's a good school. What was the bad school? There's no bad no. school. bad if it's not right for you. And so that that's what I object well, to. Well, David that. Brooks made the point that Arizona State is a good school because it, it educates many, many more people than these elite schools that assume that they are good schools. And, and, and that's way more important than just more Alex Azars who are self-entitled and who are awful and who do with well, careerists, their degrees, you would say. damage yeah. to uh, the rest of us, right? Well, and the that's Kavanaugh's not, and he's not good Clarence for Thomas us, Alex and... Azar. No, yeah, nor well, is Trump, nor is Kushner, right? Yeah. And they all have Ivy League degrees. Well, I think what we need to start doing is not automatically thinking someone's smart because they oh, went to these absolutely. schools. Uh, that, they have to that's earn where it. we start. That's the beginning. We don't automatically assume. I think we have to assume that, that anybody might actually be a Kushner or an Azar or a Trump if they went to an Ivy League school. We have to start oh, automatically being suspicious of them. What do you think? Definitely. And, and let, I think that goes with anything. Just like any person, you should judge give people a chance and judge them on their merits and not say, oh, he went to that school, he must be smart, or he went to this school and he's an idiot. So just judge people. And I, and I hate, yeah, and, I, and I'll sometimes, it's a whole hierarchy. And even, you know, in Vegas, there's some, you know, goonish guy who's being mean to the waitresses and, but they, oh, no, he's a high roller. You know what? No, let's, let's, let's let him be accountable too. So. Oh, that's interesting, Scotty. Yeah. So, and it's always the, oh, he's the CEO. Of the, oh, yeah. he's got the, and why is and another thing? Why is having a lot of money mean you should be respected more? That's sort of like, oh, that guy. Oh, hello, sir. Nice to see you know. And and so that I would love to see that change. And again, there's wonderful teachers at all schools. There's great students in the great schools and in other not as you know. No, uh, Scotty, I actually that's you've hit on uh, uh, once again a Nobel Prize worthy serious uh, point, um, and it's a point that I've. Uh, I've considered too, so I should probably share in that Nobel Prize. Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely! And, and, and that's that. Most of the education that uh, that happens happens in K through twelve, right? Most of what uh, it, it, uh, that's the really hardest part because that's that's the education that you have to have in order to get yourself into these elite schools, where you really, from what I've heard, ex except for certain schools and certain STEM courses, mostly you can kick back and be pretty sure you're going to graduate, right, uh, yeah. uh, once you're in. But, uh, the, but the high school teachers and the grade school teachers, they don't make as much money. They don't get tenure. They don't they, – they, they, this ridiculous tenure. I mean, these, these outrageous um, uh, pension plans, too, that, sta that state-funded pension plans for, for even state school uh, professors are so – Outrage, but and I suppose pension plans exist for elementary oh, school people, but yeah, I, I like to see them stay, and I like to see our schools better funded. And you know, unfortunately, the state schools with budget cuts, and the, Scott Walker in Wisconsin was really tried to decimate the wonderful University of Wisconsin system. So the state systems are so important, and uh, you know, and I always loved in the beginning they used to call them. Uh, the normal school that was a name you saw a lot like the something normal school, right like, Illinois normal yeah, yeah. and of course what there's a normal Illinois mean? but that's that's a whole other thing Can I mean, as opposed to weird schools or uh, uh, oddball yeah. schools 
and yeah, and a lot of them were teachers' colleges. So I love teachers. Like my whole family, my mom was a teacher. with so many aunts. So is uh, mine. So is mine. Yeah. So and it was it's the most noble profession. That that's another profession where we should say thank you for your service because they're so needed. And then the right wing. And when I was on Fox, they would say, "Oh, these teachers, they get two months off in the summer. Like, what's what's up with that?" And you know. Uh, well, let so- me ask you something, Scotty. Uh, 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 um, and, and I'm going to ask you if if you were a professor. Imagine you're a you're a college professor at let's make it easy at Northwestern. So that, yeah. that's something you can really envision, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, now, uh, let's say somebody uh, 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 there is a grade school teacher who uh, okay, a grade school teacher, and you you're a professor, okay. Now, suppose you want to, um, I don't know, let, let me change this a bit. <laughs> Can I change this <laughs> oh, uh, uh, hypothetical situation? The, what I'm trying to get at. And- You're only allowed one change <laughs> for hypothetical, but, but yeah, I'm so, yeah. I know, it's, it's get, it, it, I'm sort of making this up on the fly here. I don't, I, uh, this is not part of our, we have lots and lots of scripted material. This is not part of it, but, but, but this is something that occurred to me. Okay, let's let's even be more hypothetical. Forget about you being a professor, okay? Because that's it is difficult to imagine that. Imagine you're the father of a of a twenty year old daughter, right? You can easily imagine that, right? Oh yeah. And, and and probably you would be good at giving advice to parents on that basis because of how easy it is to imagine. So she comes in to you and says, "Dad, I have a dilemma," and you're, you know. You're, you're almost like a friend to me. I mean, you know, you're not like the other dads. You're super cool. I mean, you're Scott Blakeman, for God's sake. So, you know, it's I, I come to you with my troubles where other people would never do that. I mean, I, I mean, maybe she doesn't say all those words, but let's let, let's assume that's her attitude. And she says, I have two uh, suitors uh, 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 and, and I cannot decide which one is better. One is a full professor at Northwestern University. The other is a high school professor, a high school teacher at, uh, at Libertyville High School. Who should I, on that basis, uh, other than that, there are, I, I, I can't do, there are other qualities both match out. The only thing that really is different between the two of them, and maybe they're even twins, I don't know. Uh, just to make it harder, what would you say to your hypothetical twenty-year-old daughter in that moment, Scotty? And I and I I don't mean to put you in a in a, in a difficult position, but um, you really do have to well, come up with a good solution. Well, this is a uh, you know the, the Solomonic, or I don't know if that was a term from King no, Solomon it is. Or but uh, I would say I would first of all I'd say whatever choice I would stand by, and I think that what I would say is don't let your choice be influenced by preconceived notions of who has a more a higher up or a, a better job. So I would say, you know, she should, the Northwestern professor should have no more credit than the high school teacher. You and would say just, that, but yeah, would you, would you be winking when you said that? Like, <laughs> no, I would, cause I'm not good at winking and I really, uh, so <laughs> I not, know I would say wink. I could no, I could sort of wink, but it's not a thing that I would go to. Like, I hope this leads to a wink. I got to look for situations that require a wink, so I stay away from it pretty much. So I would, yeah, I would preclude winking, and I would really, I would, I would, 
and I would hope you could do it these days too, put my hand on her shoulder or something, because she's my daughter, you know, and, and say, I know you'll make the right choice, but go with your heart, dear. And not with, <laughs> dear. Uh, you know, his someone's uh, <laughs> status, so-called status, not to diminish the Northwestern professor anyway. So that's what I would say. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say dear, then I would be like the grandfather. No, no, so, that's fine. <laughs> I just... I don't know what you say. To, I don't have a daughter, so no, you don't say babe. I'm not proud. So, no, uh, I know. I honey, know. Probably honey, honey, sweetie. Uh, sweet. I don't know. See, that's the thing, Tommy. I'm go. I'm barreling along. Like oh, I'll answer the question. I have no idea because I don't have children. No, no, but that's why. Listen, Scotty, we're going to do a lot of this. Um, uh, I want to. I, I don't want to. Pushing get, the envelope. We, we didn't get, all, pushing yeah. the envelope. The we fact of the matter this, uh, today, yeah. but one of the things I wanted to do is is, um, you know, that very thing. I, I, I think the fact that you don't have a 20-year-old daughter but are able to conjure up this image. And by the way, you gave her some fairly... I, I, if I'm the 20-year-old daughter, I might go, Dad, ask my heart. I, 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 I just told you, I asked my heart. My heart can't decide. You decide for me. So you kind of fudged mm. that. And, and, and I think in that way, I think a lot of parents of hypothetical 20-year-olds would do the same thing. Well, hopefully I brought up my 20, hypothetical 20-year-old 20 to make that decision and, and, you know, go with her heart so she wouldn't be. But, you know, but again, and let me just say the pension system, it was incredible. On uh, an upbeat note, I mean, it really it was so helpful. My mom had the yeah. pension. So helpful, really, for... Uh, you know, and, and after she passed away and for our family, and my dad. So I think that should be the model instead of cutting them. And why do I need these pensions? I would love to see every job, every job as it used to be in the old, olden. I don't know why people say olden days and not just old days, but that's for another show. But I've, if everybody had that it would be incredible. So uh, that's what I would like to see. But, you know, th that's what we do in the show, Tommy. Again, I, in the within two minutes, I said you invented this wonderful thing, how looking back and not knowing about the 1700s makes you feel young and uh, uh, yeah it, it, it reveals your youth in a way that, we, that look yeah. uh, knowing about old stuff reveals your age it's it's uh in in, in a uh, supposedly more negative context no i i think that's that's important i do want to say at the end um uh just one more thing because i know i'm going to get uh uh emails and old-fashioned letters and possibly yes. pipe bombs I, uh, 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 I'm not advocating what my hypothetical uh, Oprah um, uh, commencement speech uh, advocates, but I do think it's a little funny that a woman that didn't go to college is telling everybody about how important college is and how their life is supposed to be now that they're graduating. I just want to leave it with that. Well, and maybe she did say she missed out on some things and which you she would if she did miss out on some things uh she did say again, that in go the to college speed or is that a hype she didn't say i'm, I'm just in her hypothetical no we, we deal with hypotheticals on this show yeah, all the well, time I, there's nothing wrong with nothing shameful yeah. about a hypothetical scotty no in my view when i stepped in i finished <laughs> up the speech i took oprah's side and said yeah Oprah, it's great but i think you need to give them something that they should feel good about isn't that the whole idea of a speech so she would have said thanks to me, or I would have written it saying, but all of you, yes, college does not guarantee success. No. And not going to college doesn't guarantee failure, but going to college does mean you will have experiences you cannot have anywhere else. Right. And, that's, uh, and I feel, okay, should the College Association of America pay me for that statement? 
I would be very thankful. You could build them and see see what happens. I could build and, and build them. You know, I but mean, you know what? I, I feel to just fill out an invoice and send it to them, and a lot yeah. of times they'll just pay it. They won't even like check. they ray uh, yep. using praising college system on podcast. <laughs> you know, and but you know what? My point is, I'm not asking for. It. I don't want it. I want to say it with pride, and and as we do on the show, Tommy, day in and day out, uh, which is every single day, we invent things. We come up with life changing world changing uh, game changing solutions we we invent games yeah new games and change. then we change them and we change so, them, so we're but game we're not... changers we're we, we... <laughs> that's, right. that's all you have to do you just go in baseball now you skip second base that's the game <laughs> that's and we just did it just now as an aside as we run down <laughs> so that's the amazing thing and again we don't say it, we're that's... amazing we're great we're saying we're happy we're great oh. Boy, we're helping the we're world. We're keeping the, the the people who write things down in stone. We're keeping them working overtime today. So. Oh yeah, and we don't read off of teleprompter. No. and just do the same old jokes. So, and that's for another time. But Tommy, on a Saturday, yes. not even wearing a suit and tie, we were able to to do this. Yeah. And uh, uh, and so much. There's always so much more to say. And isn't that the best kind of conversation where there's so much more to say, and there will be more to be said tomorrow and every single day after that. And until then. Uh, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. And I can't seem to stop being Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this.